1961, baseball expanded for the first time in its modern history when the eight-team American League added two new franchises. In 1962, the National League followed suit and also added two franchises. In 1969, the American and National Leagues added two more franchises, and with 12 teams now in each league, baseball decided, for the first time since the 1903 World Series, to expand its postseason. It divided each league into two six-team divisions and had the winners meet in a league playoff to determine the opponents in the World Series. The World Series champion that year was the 1962 expansion New York Mets. Fifty years later, there are 30 teams in the major leagues, and the postseason now includes wildcard games, division playoffs, a league playoff, and the World Series. The baseball postseason, which begins in the first week in October, now has the potential to extend all the way to Halloween. At first, baseball hardly seems scary enough to be playing on Halloween, but there have been players with frightening nicknames, including the Minnesota Twins' Killer Killebrew. They call him Killer Killebrew. He isn't really that type until he gets that bat in his hand. The Yankees' King Kong Keller and the Phillies' Mad Monk Myers. There were also Red Sox slugger Jimmy Fox, who was known in his playing days as the Beast, and the Pirates Paul and Lloyd Wayner, who were nicknamed Big and Little Poison. There have also been ball players with nicknames suggesting eerie physical features, like No Neck Williams, Turkey Foot Brower, Glass Arm Brown, Iron Hands Hiller, Tomato Face Bachman, and Puddinghead Jones. Puddinghead Jones was fat and funny, dumber than sticks and stones. That is just why the kids all called him Woodenhead, Woodenhead Jones. Others seem to step right out of cartoons like Goofy Gomez, Mickey Mouse Melton, and Popeye Zimmer. St. Louis fans have had their share of players with scarier eerie nicknames, including the mad Hungarian Al Rabowski. Last name just says a name, you know, where if you have something colorful like the mad Hungarian, and I kind of envisioned somebody just kind of going through the newspaper, not a real sports fan. If Roboski saves a game, he keeps on going. If you see something about the mad Hungarian does his thing and saves a game, then they may be intrigued. So I thought it said a lot about me uh, without really having to get into my personality very much. And Moon Man Mike Shannon, who is still haunting the Cardinals broadcast booth. Chicago Cub fans have actually watched two mad dogs Bill Madlock and Greg Maddox, as well as a three-finger brown. Willie Wells, whose demonic play earned him the nickname El Diablo, played for Negro League teams in both St. Louis and Chicago. My favorite baseball nickname, and fitting for Halloween, belonged to Bob Ferguson, a 19th century outfielder who was so fast that he was known as Death to Flying Things. With all those vampire bats flying about on Halloween, the ghost of Bob Ferguson would make a handy trick-or-treat companion. Of course, there was also a ball player that trick-or-treaters needed to avoid crossing their paths if they didn't want something evil happening to them on Halloween. Leo Kiley, a relief pitcher with the Red Sox, was nicknamed Black Cat because he took a toy black cat with him to the bullpen. Rumor had it that when Kiley was struggling to get batters out, his teammates in the bullpen buried his toy cat. Unfortunately, Black Cat Kiley continue to have bad luck in his career. There are also major league teams with scary nicknames, though the Pirates and the Tigers didn't frighten anyone during this past season. 
The Los Angeles Dodgers were originally the Brooklyn Trolley Dodgers because Brooklyn fans had to risk their lives crossing trolley tracks on their way to Ebbets Field. But these days, the only risk for Los Angeles fans is getting caught in a traffic jam on an L.A. freeway. Perhaps the Major League team with the scariest nickname was the Cleveland Spiders, who played in the National League from 1888 to 1899. They were called the Spiders because so many of their players had long, skinny arms and legs. In 1899, the Spiders also became baseball's most horrifying team when their owner, Frank Robeson, who owned National League franchises in Cleveland and St. Louis, sent his best Cleveland players to St. Louis. The Spiders, after losing 30 of their first 38 games, lost 24 games in a row on their way to a 20-win, 134-loss record, the worst in baseball history. I asked my wife, Anita, who was the scariest ball player she had ever seen and she said that she married him. She reminded me that I was so aggressive and obnoxious when I played ball that I even frightened our kids when they came to my games. When she was teaching at Unity Point, Anita dressed up as a witch and a black cat on Halloween, but her scariest outfit was one of my old softball uniforms with Peterson printed on the back. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball. Reading Baseball is a series of essays and commentaries by Richard Pete Peterson, co-author with his son Stephen of The Slide, Leland, Bonds, and the star-crossed Pittsburgh Pirates, and the editor of the St. Louis Baseball Reader. I'm Brad Palmer.